Welcome, everybody, to HEPCAST, Season 27, Episode Number 4. We're actually about to reach uh, Week 4, so we somehow... Uh, so so we're... Oh, yeah, we're doing like once, once a week. This is actually pretty exciting. Uh, it's been... It's been fun for me so far. I hope it's been fun for Dustin as well, and um, and anybody else that we have uh, coming on. So uh, joining me today uh, is Dustin and Leatherneck Mike. Say hi, Mike. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> anyways, um, so for uh, if, for anybody who is new in the league, um. For anyone who is new in the league, uh, Mike was my co-GM here in Kansas City prior to this season. Uh, since twenty season twenty three, I think it was twenty three to twenty six. You were the uh, yeah. So um, and uh, prior to that, he was uh, well, his player Michael Michael Dion was on the Kansas City Hepcats for I want to say two was it two seasons. You only. Two seasons or three? We're here at 21, 20, maybe a little over two then, right? Like two and a half? Well, yeah. it was, let's see, I created in 21, 21. week one of 21. When the, no, it was it was a season and three quarter, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, because okay, yeah. I wasn't, uh, because after, because I went up to Cancun, or well, was going to go up to Cancun after we won the World Series. Um, and then, yeah, it would have been beginning of 23. Yeah. Um, because that would have been like, that was holiday season last year. Right, um, right. That's holiday season. When I was yes. co. Yes. And yeah, because we had just won the World Series and then you asked me. Yes, about 20, 20, yes 22 was later. right at uh, Christmas time. Right. Off. That was right at Christmas. And then we had that extended off season because of the holiday. So the draft was like a week later than it normally would have been. Yeah, we had the uh, extra week off because uh, you know we're not we're not Scrooges and want people to <laughs> enjoy their holiday. Yeah, um, as much as well, I don't know what the drama was from that extra week. I'm sure there was something. There, there was something. I, I there's always has to be but... extra week of off season always has to be drama. People get bored. I, I, I don't anyway. remember what it is, but but uh, we, we can look that up some other time. But uh, I'm sure there was. But but uh, somebody uh, called Beaver. Yeah, no, Beaver has it like memorized. So, so like you, you could give him a date, like you know, August 8th, anyway. 2019, and he'll give you exactly what happened in drama. Well, you're one of them dirty Swifties. Get Beaver around here, would you? <laughs> well, I'll ask him to come, come on sometime. We're not, we're not exclusive to have, like I said, like, like I would open this up to anybody, you know, and, and, you know, but, but, you know, I start off, you know, in our locker room first and see who wants to, you know, come and, you know, chat and, and so forth. Um, so Mike, but that's uh, not what you called, huh? But that's not why you called. <laughs> that's not why I called. <laughs> oh, uh, phrase. Never mind. Go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, whatever. Um, so, um, now, 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 uh, this is the uh, this 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 season is really it was my first season not not to have U.S. Cole, and so the newer Hepcats. Uh, might not know you as well as you know some of the former Hepcats, uh, and and even then I, I don't know a lot of them. You know, kind of know your little journey. You know, when you came into the PBE, and uh, so I think we we kind of want to talk about um, take us through. I, I guess the first part. Let's let's just do it simple. Like with your player, you know, how did you come to 
joined the PBE and what made you stick around? And I guess lastly, how, at what point did you figure out how to be successful in the league? I, I guess that those are the, kind of the theme that maybe we, we, we just kind of stick around and, and you know, you, you can kind of talk about that a bit. Well, if we're going to go into my PBE background and why I was successful here, then we got to go back a long way. So when I was in high school, uh, uh, yeah, started in high school, um, I was semi-competitive in an MMO called World of Tanks. It was a, a tank-based shooter. Classic. And a friend of mine in high school got me into it. And I was in top 100 clan for a while. I was one of the second in command in that clan for a while. And then after about four years of doing that, like 20 hours a week or more, I kind of fell out of that. The game got bad and, you know, whatever. Then when I was in college, uh, four days in, I started dating my now girlfriend of five years. It was our five-year anniversary four days ago. Um, I started dating my girlfriend of now five years, so that took up some time. And uh, I was when I was freshman, I was you know really competitive in uh, in like men tournaments and stuff on my floor, like all kinds of fun freshman dorm floor stuff. So that occupied my time. Then sophomore, junior, and senior years of college, except for the period when I broke my foot in a sledding mishap, um, I was heavily involved, um, probably about as much or more as some part-time jobs in broadcasting. Uh, I've done basketball, football, volleyball. I did a soccer game, baseball. I've done just about every play-by-play of every sport that there is at Western Illinois University. Um, the Leathernecks. My, my alma mater. Oh, hey, really? Well, I know the school. Um, oh, I actually, okay. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't go kid. there. I didn't go there. Oh, okay. But when I worked um, in Iowa. He had, he had to he had to explain like what it was to me. Like I never heard of it. And the fact that you know what it is is very impressive. <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah, they're purple and gold, right? Colors, mm -hmm. roughly. But uh, yeah, no, I worked in Iowa, far eastern Iowa, and oh, uh, okay, yeah, pretty close to Western Illinois. Uh, they were right. they were Western Illinois gals on the Tinder uh, when I was there, and uh, uh, yeah, I actually interned with somebody else who was working full time at the company uh, I was at, uh, who went to Western Illinois. She was like in marketing or something. I don't remember. But oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I know you. of the school. So yeah. So you, been. so you know about where I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I was, I was heavily involved there. Play tons of play by play. Um, I had a radio, I had a sports radio show on the low power in town only station, the college station, eighty-eight point three. The dog. I did that. Um, it was uh, one, sometimes two, if we could get clearance for a special. Um, and then by my last couple semesters of college, I was doing not just one show, but I was doing three show and all the prep work goes into that. And I was making a actual hourly paycheck working at the public radio station um, that's attached to the college, Tri-State's Public Radio. Um that uh, if you were in Eastern Iowa, Dustin, you've ever and you heard of Western. If you've ever listened to public radio, I don't know if you do or not, but you probably actually have heard my voice uh, on a commercial read. Um, but I don't know if you ever have because there's a, a a satellite station for Tri-States uh, in Keokuk. Oh, 
You mean Kilkuk, um, as the locals say. You call it Kilkuk? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. It, I don't know. I got corrected so many times. I'm like, okay, Kilkuk, whatever. <laughs> but they can go Kilkuk themselves, you know? But no. Um, <laughs> oh, Sorry, all Kilkuk listeners. I haven't, I haven't lived in that area for... Uh, five years now so um it's it's been a while but and honestly oh, I don't listen not to radio because this would have been like two two and a half uh or no two two and a half maybe i don't know um would have been like 2019 what's that two yeah two years yeah, ago. two years ago 2019 um but yeah so anyway so maybe so you did but um but if you know folks around that area may actually know what my voice is or whatever but anyway so i was involved in a lot of stuff when i was in college like I like in a lot like I probably there was a week I had where um, Sunday I had a baseball game or no. What was I doing Sunday? Oh, maybe that was my uh, public radio shift on Sunday, which was like four hours. Um, Monday, I had some athletic event. Wednesday, I had a volleyball game and a basketball game back to back. And I worked play-by-play um, for both of them, or I worked uh, color for one of them, and I worked in the truck for the, in the production truck switching for the other one. Um, and then Thursday I did another game, and, and Friday I did a different game, and Saturday I did a different, like, I think there was a week where if you total up, uh, if you just forget prep time, if you total up me getting there, doing the game, and leaving, I worked 50 hours on, on college things. Um, that was a rarity, but that was, that was one of the, the bigger weeks. Um, that just, I, I did so much when I was in school, I had one, well, it wasn't one, but like broadcasting was the thing that I did. And, and I, and I still graduated cum laude from college. I didn't blow off my studies. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, academics and, and broadcasting, and that's all I did in college. I mean, I did, I did game, of course. I still had my friends from back home, but you know, I, it wasn't anywhere near, um, what it, what it was when I was in high school. It's hours and hours a day because I had all this broadcasting to do. I left college and my girlfriend that I wanted to go find a place to live with and go find a city to move to and start our careers together. She had another semester to go because in addition to all the, all the college stuff I did, I took extra credits every semester and I graduated in three and a half years instead of four. So I kind of had like semesters where the college were like six months to kind of detox and relax after going so crazy in college and like softly look for jobs. Nothing really good was around. And then the pandemic happened. And it got incredibly hard to find a job. She got super lucky and got a job at a TV station here where we live now in South Bend. Um, but I still had nothing. And I was miserable. I didn't have anything to do. And I was just kind of idling away, wasting away, because it was damn near impossible to find a job let alone in one city. Um, so eventually I came out. She moved out here to Indiana in July of last year. I came to visit for a week and stayed for a month. 
because I wasn't miserable anymore. I was happy again, and I wanted to get back and live it on my own. So I went home, packed up all my stuff, and moved to Indiana. Still had nothing. I was prospecting around for jobs, got a hit, was getting ready to start a job, and right around the exact same time, I was browsing, I wasn't even browsing Reddit, I was browsing I don't know what, because I was one of these kids that always, there's what the heck it calls, is it what if sports, it's a thing you pay for on the internet, it's like a sim thing, so I'd look simulation football, you know, baseball, basketball, whatever, it's how I discovered out of the park baseball in college, Googling simulation baseball and stuff like that. Or baseball management, football management games, whatever. I was pretty sure that's how I found OTP also. <laughs> really? Like, like just Googling, like, because I was like, oh, I was wondering if there's like a management game, you know, or yeah. something like that, you know, like. Yeah. Well, there's been a so severe that's... drop off in uh, AAA studio, like franchise modes or management modes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day, I used to play a ton of head coach, uh, which is NFL based yeah. uh, management mm-hmm. game. Uh, EA's uh, franchise mode has really yeah. dropped off for football. Uh, 2K, <laughs> my league is actually pretty decent, and so is the show, from what I found. But uh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's not really. It just sucks. Those have been the same for five years. When yeah, so much exactly. So there hasn't been a lot of development, and 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 you know, like out of the park. I haven't played a lot, but it can be about as in depth as you want it to be. Uh, there's a lot of detail to it, so it yeah, definitely it's, fills it's that a diff- void. It's a different game, so so well, like I will it's, it's say, with compare. out of the park, there is this with out of the park baseball. There's this really special thing that there is. N- I am yet to find another game on planet Earth that is like this. It is at one part so incredibly deep, and in another part, so in it's so easy to pick your pace. Because I like the depth, but I also don't want it to sit there and and take forever. Mm-hmm. If it's got my interest, I'll do it, and I'll do it until it's, you know, I'll like. If I got a, a song I like, I'll listen to it a thousand times in a row, and then that thousand and one time, I'm just sick of it, and I can't listen to it anymore. And I throw that in the bank, and I'll listen to it five years later. I grab, I just grab a hold of a thing, and I strangle it, and then eventually, when it's given all it can to me, I move on to another thing. But out of the park, I can take it slow, or I can blow through 20 seasons in a day. I love it. But anyway, um, so that's how I found PBE. I had found out of the park, or you know what? Actually, I wonder if I was looking through out of the park Reddit um, for, like, tips and stuff, but I found when Hummus originally posted the video, um, or at least I believe this is when he did, of how to what, create your player. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that, that might be it, yeah. Um, of how to create your player, Hummus made a video, and I joined off that video and said, yeah, boy, this looks interesting. And my immediate thing was, uh, it's, you know, week to week, going to take too long, you know, whatever, but I'll just try. So I made the account, and I didn't have Discord. So I made the account, and I made the players like, well, I don't have to download this Discord thing. Um, and the reason I didn't have Discord is because when I was playing World of Tanks, we used TeamSpeak 
and I was a TeamSpeak loyalist, and I hated Discord because that's where all my friends went. Um, so Discord stole all my friends from me, so I was a TeamSpeak loyalist, so I didn't have Discord. But anyway, <laughs> as you can see, I need here details for everything. <laughs> yeah, so here we are. So anyway, so I, I created, I think, probably on Thursday or Friday. And I didn't, I didn't do anything. I didn't do the rookie tasks. I just made the player and got approved by God knows who. And didn't really do anything with it. Didn't make a Discord or nothing. And I just logged out of the site and uh, went on and did whatever. And th this is going to sound really weird and just bear with me here. So, socially as a person, I have developed a lot since probably like my junior year of high school. I got, I got more and more socially involved because I was a very shelled, introverted kid when I was much younger. So, the way that I met my girlfriend was I was sitting in my dorm room. And I was going to play Madden 16, and I was just going to sit there and waste away and play video games all night. It was like our second night of college. Because I don't drink, and everybody else, all the other underage freshmen were going out to have, go to parties and whatever because they were away from their parents. I don't goddamn know. But there was one gal who I was working with on her intro video project from our early move-in that looked like uh, somebody from my area. She was very nice. She just didn't have that look to her of the kind of girl that would go to party. So I thought about messaging her to maybe hang out, but then I thought about not doing it. But then I thought, you know what? No, you know, you've been more social. Let's try being more social. Well, we hit it off and we've been dating for five years, living together for pretty much that whole time because she basically lived out of my dorm room when we were in college. With PBE, I'm not dating it. Well, she might tell you different, but it's somewhat the same. I made the player, wasn't really sure. I waited a couple of days. I was like, you know, the, the time frames are different, but I waited a couple of days and I was like, yeah, too much, too much work. Didn't really care for it, you know. But then. On a Sunday night at like seven ish, I got back on the website again because I was like, well, I wonder if anything's happened. I had a DM from my rookie mentor, which I didn't find until like a couple of seasons ago when I was trying to figure out who my RM was. And I had two DMs from Enoch. One that said, welcome to KCH. I claimed you off of waivers. Here's our discord. Here's this, 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 and this. And then another message um, from Enoch that said, oops, I guess I should send you, I don't know what the second message was. It was something, it was like main Discord, I think. It was something that he sent, that he had forgotten to send me in his first one. So I was like, oh, I have a team. Now, I wanted to go to the team in Chicago because I'm from an hour south of there. Um, but I was like, oh, Kansas City can't be that bad, whatever. So I joined the Discord. I had fi I figured out that I had to download Discord and, and the browser Discord and the main Discord are two different things. So I confused crap out of everybody when I was talking from two different places under two different usernames, so that was fun. 
And then eventually I got into Discord and I started talking to Enoch. Whoever the hell this guy was. Everyone does. Everyone talks to Enoch. I'm convinced of it. And we (laughs) spent... Well, don't you know, Dustin, he has about 48 hours in a day. The rest of us have 24. Um, the, The man has no time limits on anything. I swear to God, this guy has two children, a job, and then a job outside the PBE... He, he's got more time than anybody else. Oh, and some time to himself to keep himself sane, I assume. Um, but anyway, um, we spent probably two and a half hours and we talked my way through the league and that cursed forum, which I hated at first, but now I love. I actually like it better than the ISFL forum. ISFL forum stands don't at me. Um, <laughs> and talked my way through the forum and I was hooked pretty quick. I was one of the more involved guys in the locker room. And and, th- and there were a couple of critical points. The first critical point, if that was anybody else other than Enoch, not, not the first message, but the way that conversation went and the way we talked about it and how long it was and how committed he was to making sure that I was down with the league and whatever, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have the success that I did. If I hadn't have joined the locker room I had with my good friend, uh, with my good lifelong Sim League friend, uh, not lifelong before, but lifelong in Sim Leagues, Dogwood Maple. Love you, Dogwood. Um, Dogwood, um, Tex, uh, God, who else was in that? Storm wasn't very present. Um, I don't I don't remember anyway, but the, anyway, uh, I think Simba was actually locker room active at one point, but there were there were guys in there and that was a really active locker room. I loved it. And yeah, season 21, um, I didn't have any league jobs or anything. I, I did some media, as I recall. And then season 22, I think I bought like second tier equipment right away. And um, and then I did some media and stuff and got to the next tier. Uh, oh, no, you know what? I know how I bought equipment is because when I discovered we had stri- uh, Twitch streams, I reached out to Enoch and then reached out to Person Man because I've got the broadcasting experience. So then I started doing those, and da- that's how I met Danny, my good friend Danny B. So Danny and I did a couple of streams together that, that I think in season 22, I don't think we did anything in 21. I think we yeah, did I a couple think of joined till 22. I think I joined in 22. So we did a couple of them together in 22. And then that's roundabout. And that in media is roundabout how I got to hall of fame equipment. So I was kind of like, you know, it was like that $25 million number. I was kind of like on that number or off that number. Um, and then, how long have I been file updater? Oof. Was I your uh, was I file updater before I was co or after? I think it was. I I, I think it was after. I think it, I'm thinking it was after oh. two, because I think it was I, 24, 25. Pro- probably. I I, got I, I I don't know. All the seasons blur in. <laughs> yeah, they blur. really do. They, they, um, they blur in for me. So. At the end of twenty two, we win our World well, Series. I don't know if it was twenty four. Uh, I I gotta find <laughs> because your 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 uh your claim to fame was 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 the uh, indie thing. <laughs> was the uh, G 
Jeff oh, the, <laughs> in the, the New York uh, trade, trade. And, and I think that was 23. That might have been 23. So oh, maybe been... it was the same season I joined on his coat then. Maybe. Well, I, I, I got to look back. It was 22 or 23. We had, well, well, we, he's we had finding Jeff for that. a while, so. Um, I did some streams in 22 and did a bunch of media, and that's how I got my Hall of Fame equipment. And then at the end of season 22, um, and I'll, well, I was in the Kansas City War Room as a scout at the end of season 21. I've been there three weeks and I was already a scout. Um, and by the way, there was no Sim League locker room that I have been in that I have not been inside the War Room somewhere inside the first season. I am an infiltrator. Um, <laughs> so I was a scout. And I noticed that Knox was inactive. It was pretty easy to see. And um, Sam, who just left Vandals Co., I will never, ever forget this. This was the point at which I was getting very annoyed. Um, Sam, we won our World Series. Sam was a rookie. I was a second year. I, I like to call Sam my rook. I don't know if how much he likes that or not. I never said anything wrong with it, so you know, whatever. Sam, Sam Andrews, I'm talking about. Sam made a post on the forum after we won the World Series and thanked everybody. And Sam was not in the war room yet. And, you know, had the big long thing to Enoch, whatever. And said, tag Knox and said, I don't know who you are, but I'm sure you've had plenty to do behind the scenes. Thank you for helping build this great team. And I messaged Enoch and I said, Sam doesn't know who Knox is. This is not Sam's fault. Because if you were a Hepcat at that time, if you were involved with that team, Sam knew you were. Because he was so incredibly involved that I said, there, you know, there is something wrong here. And then somewhere about we won a world series it was a three-week off season or whatever somewhere about a week and a half later we're getting ready for the draft and i get a message knock step down i need a co you want it or however the hell enoch phrased it, it yeah i didn't i didn't do a big long search process <laughs> uh talked about it for a while is, because is I, I, yeah you can you can say whether or not this is true, but I was kind. I was you didn't really have a co by that point. You just had yourself and then the war room, and I was the loudest voice in the war room. <laughs> uh, I I mean, uh, Knox was um, both his player and him was kind of uh, relatively IA by by 20 he isn't really by 22 i mean like i think the last time i could really remember him being really involved was um well i, I shouldn't say he he did the, the 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 scouting sheet that we had was built by him because I, I i did ask him to do that but outside of that like i i, I always knew that that you know he 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 just had like a really busy personal life and i i already could tell that he wasn't really like that much into it anymore and his personality was never that of a main co g a main gm uh so so like nice guy and i will always be indebted to him for 
taking a chance, you know, with someone who who wasn't from KC, you know, who, who's never been a Hepcat Hepcat before, you know, like he could have looked inside, you know, inside uh, KC Instead to find. Instead, he looked to those know. dirty bastard Swifties. Well, well, well. There, I, I, he didn't. Like, honestly, he didn't. I, I, I came knocking. You know, like I was. I, I, uh, I messaged people because once I knew like stuff was happening, you know, and and I knew who was going for uh, the expansion teams. You know, I knew that there were slots that were going to be opened up. So I kind of, you know, messaged my way to try to find out. You know, like to put my name in, you know, before any, and, and, and I, I think back then it was a lot more behind the scenes because I was saying those, those GM jobs don't get posted that much anymore, you know, back then. And it's not the case now. I think, I, I think they kind of mandate everyone to just kind of post it. Yeah, they could post so, it seven at a time. So, well, <laughs> they all happen in like the same well, one season. <laughs> then they lock the door for another like four years. So, well, yeah, so, but so, so like, so so he never put up a pose and 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 you know i uh, i i mean uh, it, the hepcats w- weren't the first team that i messaged um it was so but babs was you know uh, babs babs was a, a hepcat before so he kind of you know got me you know to knox about me and then i i messaged knox and and then knox just okay yeah you know like yeah you know let's you know here you go you know like <laughs> like welcome aboard and you know, he even admitted that, that that he didn't know GMing that much because he was just a co for KC, and K, I, I assume KC was the one who did you know most of the stuff. So it was a little bit blind leading the blind going into season seventeen, and um, some, somehow we pulled off a really good draft. <laughs> I I would I would venture to say uh, that season seventeen draft was actually pretty darn good for us. Um, but uh, uh, but but yeah, I mean, I, I, and you can I, so, go so back I don't... and look at the draft history of the greatest drafting GM in PB history right here. But go ahead. But but so, so I you know like 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 I I don't ever want to say because because he he was he was never that talkative. You know he he wasn't that's not who he is. So so people tend to even in the minors GM you know the people tend to forget about him. You know and and so this. The thing is that it uh, it never bothered me, because I think it would bother maybe other people, but it never bothered me because what that actually did by by the time eighteen nineteen rolled around, and as more I figured this stuff out, I was able to kind of mold and shape the franchise how I wanted to be. Literally, no red tape. Like, um, but I did recognize that we needed. I, I did need help in in a, in, in some ways to kind of, uh, and and I think I think twenty was the season that that we made that that I made the war room because it's really weird like like it didn't exist when when I was when I started and I I didn't realize that that it was even a thing in the minors until I realized everybody else had had one and apparently the Dynamo has like a village of people in theirs so. They um, have the entire city of Dallas. They have the entire, they, yeah, they do. They have the entire PPE in there. But um, but like, um, and and actually, and for a while, I actually I didn't know what to use them for. 
Like, I really did it because I'm like, oh, I don't know. And well, actually, uh, before we so, go further, I think we should explain because Dustin won't get that joke. Only you and I and the rest of the miners GMs. Will. Oh, 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 yeah. So, Dustin, so the the dynamos literally have a 74 person war room. No, it's not 74. It's like it's not. Something. It's not 74. Oh, I, I thought I, it was 70. No, 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 oh, no. Oh. Not, no, no. I, I think I think they're in the 20s. Oh, okay. Is that, yeah, so it's, that, it's not so that 70s. So it's not, it's, it's not that. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it's it's an exaggeration, but 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 it's 20 something. I think they counted, and and it was like, and and the, and the Dynamos have had a rich history in, in, since they started. They start in the same season as the Hepcats in season 13, but they have drafted and developed players in a sense for the league very well. Um, especially those, uh, especially those, uh, between like. 13 and like 20 you know those those seasons um and still still have done so and um, in case you don't know dustin because i don't know how experienced the sim leaguer you are your war room is like your brain trust basically like your front office you have your gm and your co at the head of that and then you have your brain trust and like if you go look at our locker room if you go look at the dugout there's probably like what 13 14 people in there right now the dynamos have twice that and that's their war room and that's oh. their brain. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm a GM in another. Yeah, he's league. a GM in yeah. Uh, oh, okay, leader, okay. But uh, I I have a small war room in my super casual league, and and it's really not uh, required to be super intensive just because it's a casual league. But yeah, yeah, I've been I I understand that a a, a good war room is really critical for team building for scouting, um, because that's that's really what uh all these sim leagues come down to or boil down to we talked a lot about that uh mm -hmm. last week uh, mm -hmm. is that it, it it's kind of a user based league right um your team success is contingent upon retaining users and keeping users engaged and updating and 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 wanting to uh kind of fulfill their own goals while at the same time fulfilling the team goals in the process so and it all starts with a war room and and, and scouting effort and yeah. and and creating a culture yeah so so yeah the, the uh, at least with us the war room started um and i think eldorian was already a co-gm at the time when, um, when we, uh no when doesn't not. it have to be another season what? I'm talking about season twenty. Season twenty when when I kind of div, kind of put everything. I think Ruger is eighteen. Yeah, but but he wasn't. But it depends on when Casey stepped down. I don't remember when Casey stepped down. Maybe was he maybe only there two seasons. Maybe it was more. I don't remember. Maybe it was twenty one. I, I honestly don't remember. Like I said, everything blurs in. But so may, maybe Eldorian wasn't. So, but anyways, um. Oh, maybe he wasn't because 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 I remember us talking about it, and and by that time, eh, who knows? But but you know, so so I guess you know the, it formed as you know this, you know that that kind of the core group that that was around between the season seventeen to nineteen. That's how kind of it started, you know. So that's why you have guys like Maddie in there and and Manorite and and Big Blue. So so I and I'll. I'll you know, like I, I didn't quite know how, like, what their roles were, or how much time. You know, like because you know they they don't actually get paid PV money for it, so I don't expect them, you know, you know to 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 spend much time on anything. Um, but I, but on, I, I really don't think I got the feel of how to 
utilize uh, the war room for like a few seasons. It wasn't until like maybe like 22, you know, like, like took like two seasons to kind of like, oh, okay, maybe they can do this or maybe that's how they can help out. Um, but it goes back. So, so going back to what I was saying is I, it never bothered me because I didn't mind doing all of it because that just, I, I just like to be hands-on like that. Um, so, but it did, but by, by, by the time 22 rolled around, like, like, although I didn't mind there, there was a part of me that was like, Ooh, this is kind of tiring. You know, like this is, this is still, you know, this is a lot to do. Um, and so this is why I was, I, I was, you know, I, I didn't want to kick Knox out. I, I never did. You know, like I said, I, I so so maybe it, like part of it is because you know, like I was, you know, like like I was just I, I'm just being nice and and you know was grateful for for him taking me on, but but you know it was clear that he was pretty IA by by the time, and there was a um, there was a survey that uh, Miners Ho did, and we had that problem where where no one knew who Knox was. And um, and I knew that was gonna eventually be a problem, um, but the good part was Knox kind of. But after we won in twenty two, I, I, that's you know he approached me afterwards and he's just like, yeah, I like it's very clear that you know like like he doesn't have the heart to kind of do this, and and it's kind of clear that he you know like even just from PBE itself, he's going to be too busy and he needs to take a step back from everything so so he kind of you know so we agree that you know he's going to step down and the funny thing was like when i when when we talked about it miners uh miners chat um ogm was like wait you're not the main gm <laughs> and 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 everybody's like wait what so, so so everybody thought i was the main gm but i i technically never was um i was always by the title co um again i never cared because it's not like well there was no pay difference so like what do i care you know that's just a title you know and um so he so he stepped down and it was and during that time he's like well do you have an idea for you replace uh, to, to replace me and i was like i was like you know i think i think mike and um and that's when i messaged you and you know, Knox agrees. So, yeah, yeah, I think Mike would be good because you know. So that's when I messaged you, and um, then you came aboard. <laughs> and uh, immediately we... had a fantastic draft, and then immediately had our worst season in franchise history. <laughs> and we had we had one of the worst seasons uh, no, record wise. No, it was it was the. I, it was the I think percentage rise, right? Like like winning percentage. It was and uh, the stat and the we were the worst team. wins and lowest record, win, yeah. and we were the worst team in the league. Yeah, uh, which was kind of sad because we did that and we still did not have the number one draft pick. <laughs> because we, there we, are two we, expansion teams coming. The two in expansion the teams, the and and we never <laughs> and we I, I the the Hepcats have never had a number one pick, even from from the inception was they I, I guess however it was coin to toss or whatever however that was done they had the number two pick 
So, um, yeah, so we still don't have a number one pick. And, but it turned, uh, I, I would say it turned out pretty decently for us. You know, so, but, you know, we, we had a, we had a very good season 24 draft. Um, well, 20, and, 23 was good. We had a good 24. And then, um, but anyway, so if we're talking about me in a league, mm-hmm. so I was co, and then sometime after or around, I was file updater. And one day I forgot to download the, the latest file. So I made a trade unhappen. And then the guy who was in the, one of the guys who was in the trade that I made unhappen beat the team that he was supposed to be on. And then the rectification for it was they took the guy who was supposed to be like, they did the trade as it was supposed to be. But that pitcher was supposed to be what out of the New York bullpen, who was a starter, who was gassed. Uh, so the yeah. New York rotation got it, screwed up, and a bunch of crap it, went wrong. It, and it, it was, it was, it was because yeah, because we we wouldn't have had like, like I, I forgot if if Jeff was supposed to come out of a pen or whatever. I I don't honestly don't remember. But um, the 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 point being is that like like so so what happened there was that he so so you know just a peek inside this the the sim file world is that um. Uh, every time the first thing first thing you're supposed to do when you when you go into the file is to download the latest ver- one that that is no matter what happens or else or else your version is going to overwrite whatever the person did before which was me which i did like a ton of changes including that trade and then uh mike went in the the, the next day to finish off some other stuff or like the second time uh so, something like i don't remember. and um so I still remember being like I had like usual I had the sim on in like the stream like kind of in the background, um, and I very likely had it muted and and um, and I was like, like I wasn't really paying that much attention, and then I I saw like the box score of Indy and and New York, and then I saw Tokoyami gain the win for Indy, and I was very confused for a second. And then, like, I see my phone, and all of a sudden, like, notifications from Discord's like, ping, 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 ping. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, what I, so, so, because of he overwrote, because, because he overwrote whatever I did and, and kind of undid, you know, whatever I did, uh, it, it kind of, had a whole hoopla of, of stuff that went on and and uh yeah it it, it it was it was a fun time and and it was a definitely a learning lesson for for a lot of us in terms of some protocols that 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 we do now to kind yeah, of that's hopefully... when you made the rules channel um, no 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 we... the rules channel is always no? there the rules channel is the always last there was always there rules channel is always there like oh. like um because we kept making fun of the fact that there's a rules channel but there's no rules in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just what we did last and 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 us talking about like like what we done in the file, which so so like the the, the channel make made absolutely no sense. But yeah, anyway. I still have no clue why it's called rules. It's fine. I think I left it as a as meme now because I would never change it because of that. Um and just like so. you're an ice private Discord channel here in Casey. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so, so um so I messed up, and I was gonna slink out the back door and 
I wasn't going to go inactive, but I was not going to do the file updater thing again. But Hummus and Tardis and Danny, I think, and Enoch all reached out and said, no, don't slip out the back door quietly. You're fine. Just download the file next time. Okay. So I went on and did that. And then, so for a while, I was a co-host, what is now called co-host. I was file updater, which, by the way, you could damn good job if you can get it. You can make a lot of money doing that. And I was Kojian. And then I had my player, and I stayed that way for quite a while. And then the fourth league job, or yeah, the fourth league job I got, I don't think I'm missing anything else before this. Um, This is the second season. So last season was the first season. They needed a new stats team head. And I basically told Enoch, if you don't get anybody else, I'll just do it. I can just do it. I've got the st- I've got the stats experienced. I've worked with SIDs and, and built professional stats, and I know what this stuff should look like. I can just do it. If you can't find anybody else, like you know, I don't. It, it's not. I'm not begging for it. But if you don't get anybody else, I'll just do it. Because I had well, I guess I should say there was a season or maybe a season and a half where I wasn't a streamer where it's only down to two jobs because of some stuff that had happened uh post season 23 um and then person man stepped down and enoch became the head honcho and that was one of my requirements to come back so i came back as a co-host and then he needed that head so i did that because you know because there was there was things i thought about applying for opportunities here and there but my one and my one thing, and I, Enoch, I've told you this before. This is no surprise to you. One of my big things is in in this league is like it is a it is a it is a huge plus if working with Enoch is on the docket for whatever this thing is. So, I took the stat team head, rewrote how it did, brought in some new people. I brought in Dustin over here. Um. And, you know, we're going along fine. So that's my fourth league job. And then the draft was coming up for, um, well, Dustin, this is before your draft. Yep. So this is last year's draft. Before last season's draft, the season 27 minors draft. We were talking about going, going at it. You know, it's like, all right, scouting time, whatever. And I had been, well, and I had just got done, you know, I mean, this, I think I've told enough people at this point. When Sarayan Tyler got the Providence job, I was one of the guys he talked to because he and I like talking history and we like talking leave stuff, league stuff. And I went kicking tires on what he wanted in a co. And eventually, after a decent conversation, we kind of got to the place where he was, he somewhat offered the co job. Like, kind of did, kind of did. And, like, we were, like, because I wasn't that sure. And he, like, you know, we were mingling our way towards me being Cohen Providence. And I, I think, I really think if I wanted it, I would have had that job. But one of the things was, one of the big cons was, I won't step away 
Like, why would I go work with anyone else? The, the only two people that I will work with up next to Enoch is Juosu and Persiman, surely for the knowledge. But as far as working with somebody, the co-job in KC is the easiest job and the best job in this league because you work with Enoch on a day-to-day basis. Well, I don't know how easy it is, but yeah. <laughs> and you grab whatever you do, and then he grabs anything else because he has a vacuum attached to the time-space continuum and just does whatever the <laughs> hell he wants. So... Well, not for long, though. I mean, now it's going to be uh, New York, right? That'll be the Yeah, now, now he's just going to run New York for the next 15 season and win 13 World Series because he can sign whatever free agent he wants. And I, Jesus... I don't think that's Jesus, how that works. Jesus to God, go look at his drafting history. There is a reason that people around this league are petrified of New York now. Because you went from a guy who was a very good GM in Babs who, like, seriously, we were talking about this right after he got the job in the MLB The Show server. The question came up, where is Enoch among the current GMs? And the consensus was so, and he hasn't even signed a contract yet at this point. He's already somewhere between three and five on reputation and drafting skill alone. The only two people consistently put ahead of him are Juosu and Person Man. <laughs> so I, I'm telling like, I, I mean I, I don't so like that's I, the people tell me that it's just like it's it just like look I, I I think I think it's so overblown like I have no idea what I'm doing so so and, like, and, and here's the other thing and this is the, with all these with the workaholics decided people he's also the most humble person on planet earth you gotta slap him in the face with compliment for him to take it so like you know, or not a compliment, praise, I guess. Um, I mean, go go look at the Enoch Award, the Miners Ambassador and the MDM. They're both the Enoch Award at this point. Because um, I think, what, this season you'll take uh, Majusu's record away from him? No, um, no, I'm not. I, I No, I, I think I need two to tie him. Oh, is it, oh, is it two? I, I, th- I think it's two, because I think it's oh. seven that, that he has. But, like, like yeah, I, I, I don't know, so... Anyway, so I, yeah. I'm I'm working one to one next to one of my best friends in this league. It, it it's fun. I loved running the team, but we were getting up to this past season's draft. And the thing with the miners, the miners is fun. Don't get me wrong, and I really like you guys, like you, like Dustin, Rockstar, Solus. You know, you guys that are in here now. Um. I really like you guys. I, I really like working with the young sibling guys, but it gets kind of tiring rebuilding your entire team every two seasons because that's the <laughs> spat that we were on because we produced still up to this point no other team since the the uh, the way the minors majors draft used to work is like Dustin, you would have been drafted to your minors team and your majors team in the same season. It's just that you would have played for that minors team for a couple of seasons and then gone to your majors team. Until the team. majors felt like they were ready to have me. Right. right? And now it's like, well, the yeah, you still down here and then get drafted. Yeah. So we, we split that up where you get drafted to the minors for a season first before you, you get Or go to... on waivers. Or go on waiver. But so before season 20, or yeah, before season 20, um, players uh, did 
uh, minors and majors at the same time. So uh, there's pluses and minuses behind that. I think one of the cons that people felt was that um, because because you enter two locker rooms at the same time. Well, technically you enter the the majors one first because because their draft is uh, still shown first. So then, like people don't get as attached to the minors, uh, and it's kind of like, uh, and they're just kind of there because uh, I, I guess maybe the it was kind of fighting with the majors team, you know, for a while. I I, I don't know, um, uh, for 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 kind of locker room presence maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, but but this way kind of brings forth like, hey, you're in there, and and your your minors GM has a chance to kind of help you along a lot more for your first season and you know and also give people a chance uh throughout that season to raise their major league draft stock because uh, the the major league if you have like two weeks to scout i mean yeah it's difficult still i mean i'm used to it but it's very difficult you know like you have literally no time to kind of figure anything out and anybody who joined late, they kind of, well, they don't have any chances whatsoever. So, so at least with one season, you have, you have a chance to raise your stock and, and kind of show, you know, like, like, and, and learn about the league. So you have a fighting chance, you know, and, and, and so forth, just for pure pride. I mean, the, where, where you get drafted, uh, when you get drafted, ultimately doesn't matter, but you know, but. Well, I think the structure is actually really good uh, to have kind of a first-year players draft and then a minor league draft or whatever you'd want to call it, like, mm-hmm. um, or the majors, like, splitting that up. Because, uh, you know, in other leagues that I've talked to and, and been in, uh, the the dev league or minors or whatever you want to call it is is not nearly as hyped up as, like, it is in PBE. Uh, you know, usually it's kind of like a secondhand thought, like, oh, yeah. dev league. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think, yeah, it could give us a, a focus on it where we can hype it up because that's the only thing that you guys are doing during that time. <laughs> so, you know, like you could, you know, there's, there's a majors draft, but it has nothing to do with you. It's a season later. Well, so. and I've never been a GM here in PBE, but if I were, you know, I would say it's a really effective scouting tool for a major league GM. Uh, you know, I'm sure you could... Uh, talk to other uh minor league gms or maybe that's tampering i don't know the rules honestly as a as a gm <laughs> you PBE. can i mean you can talk about that stuff in a lot of like eldor like in in the casey war room right now is the co for new orleans uh the main gm in providence uh not gm anymore okay i guess there's only two gms now because the, the bottom is gone, line Josh being, is gone, Sam is gone. But yeah, they're, but the they're bottom line GMs in war rooms. Then you can rooms. leverage your resources in the minors to scout for you. Like Whereas in other leagues, it's a little bit of a leap of faith where you have to oh, yeah. um, basically either do, and we've talked about this before, Enoch and I have about scouting, is you, 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 there's questionnaires that people like, there's uh, a little bit more uh, personal uh dms and a combination of both so you know that extra like you have to do your time in the minors for a season before you get drafted i think is a really good scouting tool uh intentionally or not a really good scouting tool that 
major league GMs can utilize and kind of get an idea of, okay, this player is legit, this player is risky, um, I know nothing about this player, and neither does anyone else. So, uh, no, it, it, it's really cool uh, setup, and, uh, you know, I I guess uh, you can just call me in these podcasts and everything. I'm kind of this uh, season one or, or rookie uh, ultimate control where I'm not very familiar with PBE at all. I'm not a recreate. I've got some Sim League experience, but everything uh, I've experienced up to this point in PBE has been very fresh and uh, definitely still a lot of learning curve. Um, I haven't had BTS yell at me too badly yet, so that's good. <laughs> that's good. That is good. That's good that the updater hasn't screamed at you yet. <laughs> so he he did correct me for uh, falsely claiming something instantly, but it's fine. I fixed it. See, he, so, he checks the links. That That's what, you know, you got to check well, the links. Well, and I put the links on there, you know, oh, so that's okay. good. Hey, hey, So, so no, uh, so it's all. Hey, they, uh, by the way, they just did the ruling on that while we were recording this podcast. Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, um. uh, yeah. Um, which which I I expected because I I have been in conversations about about what was going to happen. I there's a part I, of it I, that I, I don't I, necessarily care for, but I I did try to fight for it a little bit, but I in, in the end I I don't think uh, there was really any other way. Um, I think that that would have yeah. So uh, but anyway, yeah, that's uh, for Beaver's drama pod. That's for. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, it, it was uh, it was unfortunate. I I don't think you know uh, Ixilate had any ill intent. It was just a mis- It was just mistakes on on yeah. his part, and uh, unfortunately, uh, part of that job um, you're supposed to be thorough, and uh, which is a shame. And um, he's a good guy. We love him here. Um, uh, By the way, know. he's my he's my DSFL updater. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, like, hmm, chess. No, I'm kidding. Love you, Exil. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I, I said all that about the draft to say there was no, there is no organization in the PBE minors since they split the drafts in season 20 slash 21, whatever. There is no minors organization that has produced more first round picks than Kansas City. And therefore, there is no person that has produced more first round picks than Enoch. So hence the draft, the intense expectation of incredible drafting. And also what you have to understand is Enoch was rookie mentor head and a minors GM for a very long time. So the man legitimately has talked to brought in scouted molded like 70 to 80% of the league passed like season 22. So there's going to be a year when they're all in our primes, which is just about now and just about what he's taking over New York. Hmm, I wonder what coincidence that is where there's literally an entire league full of people that go, yeah, I'll go play for him. So anyway, um, regardless. So, you know, I, I did really enjoy my time in Kansas city. There were ups and downs like, we had CCC's multi and had to trade it. Um, <laughs> there was the ATW incident where Caesar Suave, the user or the Discord was ATW. He posted a media and um, Suave was platooning in KC, and Enoch told him, "You can just make it back up on the other side." And then 
ATW said that somebody should punch Enoch in the face because, you know, like the whoever was scouting him was like, oh, it kind of sucks that you're loaded to one side or whatever. I, so I he, think I think he was told that um, he was told that people do not platoon in the majors, which is completely which is not a true. complete BS. But 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 to to, to in his defense, it, it was supposed to be a a a joke post that unfortunately yeah. because we didn't know him like no one yeah, knows if he was joking active. it was supposed and... to be i don't know how how sweary this is it was supposed to be a shite post it was supposed to be shite posty like i like to do <laughs> but i don't find physical violence against anybody so he i mean he also called me out and called me whatever but i didn't really care about that as much as somebody said that enoch should be punched in the face and somebody was being ungrateful towards him and I blew my gasket, banned him from the Discord immediately. Uh, I don't know whether Enoch left the pin up, but there is some channel in this locker room. It's either game day. It might be it's it, dugout. It's, it's in the dugout. Is it it's in dugout? It's in the pin. I, I think There's so. a pin that says I never if took you it threaten down. physical violence against anybody in this locker room or in management oh. or anybody in this Discord... I will ban you before you can blink. That's uh, and you'll the be first gone. Pin, that's actually, actually that's the first pin. That's the last <laughs> pin that we ever did because I don't ever pin stuff. So like I very rarely pin stuff. So from uh, six months ago. Yep. <laughs> that, so, that that was that that was fun. So. And and I don't I really don't I don't would you have even traded Suave? I looking back at like I think I told you this after I was like I think we we reacted. Like I I was annoyed that morning, and and this is and, and going back to you got to remember this is like the exact same time when we had to trade grunt work. Yeah, yeah. This was like and the week after. Like we this is a week. Like this is like on the same week, and I was already very annoyed with the whole thing, and and then like, and then this came up, and and I didn't want to deal with it. So I didn't really stop you from doing anything. So that's kind of so. So that was kind of on me. Is like looking back at it is that like we probably shouldn't have, because it's just like, like it. It. I don't think he really like talked to him too. And I was like, I don't think he really meant it as anything malicious. Actually, it worked out because. But I it worked. About this. Yes, I I, I know if where you're getting at. But if yeah. he is still at shortstop, who don't we draft that next year? Well, he would have been playing right field. And what do you, I think he he was playing right field, and he probably would have been moved to. He he may. I don't know. Well, I guess I guess in theory we could have moved him to shortstop. Yeah, I was gonna I say it, he probably would have gone to main position shortstop. But even if he was in right field, then that would have been Ben's. Well, Ben's was Ben's was a a waiver right. pickup no, from much, much no, later. It so. was Exil would have been yeah. if he was at shortstop, but if it would um. If it was like if he was occupying right field, then we wouldn't have claimed Ben's and I'll take I, Rome, I have thank to you. I have to double check, but I think the pick that we ended up with The pick um, was somebody too. The pick was BW, which is um that's there you go. The straight straight was, gas homie. The pick it, was homie. Actually it might have been turbo, but they were back to back, so it wouldn't have mattered. Like yeah. like I I, I would have they were back to back and, and and if I only had one pick, I probably would have picked uh, uh homie. It, it, 
in so a it, would have, it was a very weird reason, and the reason itself might not be very good. But wherever he would have played, we had that roster spot filled. It probably wasn't going to be center field, yeah. but it was actually, and we got a bullpen arm that we used for like three seasons. So it was a such a great trade. Uh, yeah. So so it turned out really well for us. So um, I uh, so so like I I think I I think um. Uh, it was kind of a weird fit, anyways. Um, uh, and I said I, t- I talked to him. I I don't think he meant anything malicious or anything. And he, obviously, he yeah. had. I mean, he he's still going in the league. He didn't go IA or anything, and so yeah. he's still chugging along. And I don't know. I think he was in a different time. I think he's from a different country or like just from the West Coast or something. So like, okay. he was already gone. Like he was already gone before he know before he knew anything was wrong. And I had already and I had already wigged out and traded him. So like he was gone before he even woke up that day. <laughs> yeah. So so looking, I mean, like yeah, it worked out for us, but but I think the, the there was a learning lesson. I I told you this before, and, yep. and and it's just like we we do need to like you can't, especially in a league like this where where uh, when you're a GM, like like you still represent the team, and and you kind of put your own self interests off to the side a bit, you know, and, and have to hear people out. You know, and 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 yeah, there's some stuff that's like blatantly obvious, but you know, and 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 you know, unfortunately, we didn't know him, so like yeah. we didn't know that it's supposed to be a joke or something, and like, and there's and, plenty of other instances, like there's other stuff like that I can't say because it would be considered um, leaking private conversations, but there's conversations from like as I was leaving with Miner's head office where I had one direction. And then in either the ultimate Dylan free zone was a channel that existed in this server that only that had two members, Enoch and myself. It was our private channel um, that we used and we had a voice channel and we had a voice channel with it that we used for like four seasons. Um, And like there were times where he would be like, let me handle this one. You know, let, let me do this. We need to be careful because as you as you want so perfectly put my dear friend diplomatic and you doesn't fit in the same sentence <laughs> because it's true because i i am about as a and, and most and a good bit of the time and you know this enoch and it does that if you ever interact with me in league jobs or whatever. Well, I mean, you're one of my uh, stat team guys, too. You'll figure this out at some point. I thought you were my stat team guy, actually. Like, you, you can you can figure out that I am super abrasive without trying to be. And just, I I am blunt as a baseball bat. And it's not even out of spite. You'll know if it's out of spite. Like, if I don't like you, you will know it. But I'm so blunt and abrasive without even trying to be. It's just because of what my personality is that it was perfect. Enoch and I was like yin and yang. Enoch is the guy who can't get stirred up by anything. And I'm the guy who could get stirred up and start biting hands and start biting heads off at anything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Enoch, Enoch wouldn't hurt a fly if it if it gave him malaria. 
<laughs> so we worked we worked together so incredibly well because we had the fire and we we had the 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 temperament you know we had the two totally different spectrums but just like right right to the end like the last couple of days I was down bad just like calm down hang on you know like we we're like we we're trying to get stuff done and I'm like well he's like hang on hang on wait let me do this let let me do this I'm I actually don't remember what the last thing was I do remember like there was this one last thing that that we're trying to do and i like 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 i kept telling you it's like no stop let me do it <laughs> you know yeah. because because you're just gonna go in there like a bull in a china shop and then just like <laughs> and just like you're just gonna like <laughs> it's just just like uh <laughs> and i have to go fix it after and then, so, uh, but so, yeah but but yeah so i was so i was co-gm for a while and then we got to the draft and I just really didn't want to do it anymore. I just, you know, it, it gotten kind of tiring. So I was like, you know, and, and, and I said, I said this Providence thing forever ago, I had declined what I think I could have done, which has gotten the Providence job. And I really regretted that. And I kind of decided I was ready for a major's job and I wanted to take some time off from GMing. Um, before I got that major's job. I, my heart wasn't all the way in it in the minors anymore. I had, I had a championship. We were fixing to go get another one. This was in um, the last season. I had my title. We were fixing to go get another one. Possibly. And my heart wasn't anymore. I said, you know, if my heart ever isn't in it, I'm in something. I'm just going to stop. So I stopped. And right around that time <laughs> Enoch has decided he's going to go to New York so I'm like perfect because I've told Enoch this time too if he ever would have left I would have walked right out the door and either followed him where he went or if he didn't want that I would have gone and done my own thing because I wasn't going to run this team without him because that's just again you know it job other GM job doesn't have Enoch. Okay, I stay in Kansas City. It's, it's pretty easy thing. Um, so anyway, so I left the co-GM job and I was down. I was still co-host. I was co-host now, and I, it was down to just me co-hosting and Stathead and um, co-host Stathead file updater. So I had three jobs for a little bit. And then Gurren was looking for new rookie mentors. And at the beginning of this season, now we're in, in more present day. Um, we were looking for that. Or Gurren was looking for that. And I was like, you know, I know how to do what it, because an RM is basically like a GM, but not tied to a team. That's the way I look at it. You don't have the team-based stuff, but you still have the player, player interaction stuff. And I know how to do the player interaction stuff, and I need to make back this GM salary somehow. And I'm not going back to writing media every week. So I talked to Gurren, and I got rookie mentor. And then just today, I joined the recruitment team. So now I'm up to five jobs. But I would say, I would say for you, Dustin, joining Stats team is a very good foot in the door thing because that's what file updater was for me. Um, that or like like co GM. Getting a GM job is different. That has that doesn't really have to do with a league job. That more has to do with the franchise more than the league. The actual league jobs thing, my entry, uh, the I also categorize co-hosts differently 
because I have the broadcasting experience. I've got national, state, and collegiate awards for it. That was that's my specialty. But as far as jobs that had nothing to do with myself, just the league, file was the entry. And then what I had built my credibility that I had traded off of as a general manager and a file person and a host and a co-host. And that built me to getting stat team head. And then the, the friendships that I had made through Indianapolis for being with Gurren on Indy and um, from being a GM for four seasons is how I got the rookie mentor. And then my connections to broadcasting and my ideas is how I got and 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 SLM is the head of recruitment team and he was minors HO and I was a minors GM and our interactions there is how is how he has trusted me to go do recruitment team so it all links together and the starting point was just doing like two streams and then the starting point was being the file updater like just you build all the, you know, even if you don't have all the time in the world, even if you can just be a stats, a stats person, there's going to be a day where I leave stats head. And then maybe you do that. That's not exactly the most time intensive job in the world, but that gets you a lot of credibility. You know, it's all about, you get your foot in the door someplace and then you either figure out if it works or if it doesn't stat head doesn't take that long, but it doesn't pay much. Maybe you decide you want to be a banker. That's another job that gets you paid, that gets you paid real good money. Maybe you decide you want to be a banker. Then when you apply for a banker, you tell me that you do. I don't even know who runs it anymore. Is it still Troutner? Um, uh, no, it's uh, uh, BF Hilt. Troutner stepped oh, down okay. earlier this season. Um, so I go to him and I say, hey, this guy worked well for me as a stats head. You should hire this guy. You know, kind of the same thing I did with, like, when Sam was going for the Vancouver job as co. I went to AJ and I said, they're very active. They're very good in our locker room. Yeah, there's going to be a learning curve because they're a newer user, but you should really consider hiring Sam. And Enoch did the same thing. And in the post where AJ hired Sam as his co, one of the things that he referenced was he got two totally unprovoked endorsements. So those endorsements do mean something. So if you're ever going for another league job, you need to tell me so that I, as your head, can go get you an endorsement other places. You see what I'm saying? So my way to success in this league, and this goes for anybody, not just Dustin here. The I'm way I built it. Su- <laughs> what you say? I'm, I'm just the great guinea pig. <laughs> you're also here. <laughs> well, um, true. <laughs> the way that I built my success in this league is a lot of time. My the way my personality works, where I love sports, um, it, people, other people in my life will tell you more than anything else. I love and am hooked on to sports. I loved and am hooked on to video games, and com- this community is one of my favorite things across the entire internet. Whatever drama we have, I still love these people, and. I committed I'm so committed to this league that I will do all these things because as much as it winds me up and as much as I hate losing and I get angry. I mean, Enoch has been in there when we're losing playoff games. You know, it's it's I I'm not pretty when I'm angry. 
but I do it because I love it and it's so much fun to me and I can't remember what I did with all my time with that before this league. I love this league. It's a big part of my life, but it doesn't have to be that. That's the thing that I love about sim leagues in general. Like I made an ISFL player that nowhere near the PBE commitment. And I'm getting drafted into the ISFL into the majors, if you will, getting drafted in the ISFL in a couple of weeks or whatever. And I've told every GM, you're not getting out of me what PBE gets out of me because PBE is serious. This is a sim league. And there's the fun that is the PBE, but the casual approach that I have to the ISFL is also fun too. So you can get two totally different sim league experiences. And more importantly to me is to meet all of the wonderful people. There's going to be clunkers in there. You know, I've had to let go of a couple of people as stat head one for behavioral issues one just because he had no time, um, which is fine. You know, it just, but I've, I've had to get rid of one for behavior. I've not worked well with people. Um, I've gotten upset with people. People have gotten upset with me. You know, there's been some clunky relationships from time to time as is natural throughout my life and anyone's. Well, at least I hope, um, I hope I'm not the only person who's terrible with people, but, uh, um, I'm an engineer. Uh, by degree, so it comes with the job. <laughs> so, so you know no what it, you know what it's like. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, I it just, it's just, it doesn't have to be a huge part of your life like it is mine. But as long as you're having fun with it, doesn't matter. As long as you're having fun, just do you. I mean, if getting Hall of Fame equipment and getting to that eighteen hundred TPE when you're at your peak season is what you want to do, then go ahead and do that. I mean, my player is somewhat secondary to me at this point because of all the league stuff that I do. But if your player wants to be your primary focus and you're going to get a stats job just to give you just that little bit extra so you can buy that one extra tier of equipment every season, but you're never going to make it to Hall of Fame, that's fine. If you really enjoy stats and you want to do that, go ahead. Didn't That's cool. If you really enjoy finance and you want to get into the banking portion of things, do that. If you like, if you have um, nothing to do on your Saturday and you want to be an updater, which is a tough job, but it pays a hell of a lot of money, you can do that. You don't have to be a head office member of GM to mean something to this league. You don't have to have a league job to mean something to this league. You know, you don't have to be a max earner to, to, to be something here. As long as you have fun, you're something here. I mean, you'd have to learn a little bit, obviously, but as long as you're, as long as you're active and you're having fun here, that's really all we want out of you. So my success just comes from just having fun with the league. It's what it comes from at the end of the day. And having uh, having spare time and having some some drive to to do stuff, you know that's and the, that is the path, the jobs, and that is how is the path I used to pursue having fun in the league, because that's what it's about at the end of the day. I think you bring up a really uh, interesting point. How you said it's less and less about your player, or you're not as focused on your player. 
Um, that's kind of my uh, approach lately with uh, the Sim League that I'm a GM of, is that um, I've, I've been telling the players, so like I'm a cornerback or whatever in a football Sim League, right? So it's like I've been, I, but I drafted uh, two players. One of them is a PBE GM, actually. Uh, two players to my team. And I'm like, okay, so I want you guys to like take me out of the depth chart because I'd rather be known in the league for a good GM than a good player. It's kind of my mindset there. Now, PBE, because baseball is uh, my favorite sport, um, was kind of the league that I wanted to be like, all right, I want to be like a solid player and be like, yeah, that's the guy who hit the hits, you know, <laughs> as lame as that sounds. Um but who hit that, the hits? <laughs> yeah, there we go. I don't know. Let's go out there and hit the hits. <laughs> okay, <laughs> engineer. I don't word anyway. So uh, that, but that I think that's an interesting point, and maybe Enoch, you have a similar take since you've been kind of a GM and known as like the the uh, uh, curator. I don't know what your nickname is, but basically, the, the, you know, you like you like taking all these younglings and you like mold them and you curate them to like be these epic first round draft picks, right? So like, um, and maybe you have something similar because you obviously have your own player, uh, right, Enoch? So it but... is a little strange because he goes, you kind of have to balance. And I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast before. Is that is that um, when people ask me like my you know, like what I identify with. I, 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 I think I have identified more with the Hepcats than than with really the Voyagers and, and Kevin Choke. And and um I I still remember when, when uh season twenty four came and, and we were in the World Series, Mike uh uh Mike was asking me um if gun to my head, like because it was the Hepcats in the World Series and the Voyagers in the World Series like if I only got to my head, I can only choose one. Which one at that time? Like which one would, would you know? Like which one would I want to win? Now at that time it was different because I already won two with the Hepcats as a GM, but as um as a player, I never had one before. So I was like, oh, gotta be the player because I gotta at least get one, you know. Um, but but even after that, like like. Like my identification has always been more. I was more proud of what I've done as a GM than I have of my player. Um, and like even right now, like yeah, I, I get frustrated when when my player doesn't do well, obviously. But because that's just the competitive side of me. But um, but in the end, I, I would gladly have you know a six ERA if my team just keeps winning games for you know no apparent reason. You know, <laughs> like like I'm happy to sacrifice that. You know, and and um, but so so I mean, that that's just me, and maybe, I don't know. You know, I, I think you know naturally competitive. I would want both to just be the peak peak best that I could probably get it to. You know, but but you know, and I think it's it's it will be different as a majors GM because you can't focus on your player anymore. You know, your player is just there to fill. Everyone's your player. Like everyone's my player. Yeah, yeah. everyone's my player. And and your specific player is just there to fill what the team needs, you know. So and obviously you have to get them as best as you know, get them productive, or else you know, like you would just be wasting a spot there as well. But um, so 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 yeah, it's a uh, so so 
so I, I think I think that's that's kind of your, your player do take like a secondary spot um, depending on what you do, um, but like like what Mike said, uh, you know, like like you just need to have fun with it. Yep. Like, what's the point? You know, if you don't. Well, and you know, and, I... and for me personally, uh, I, I like both of you. Am very competitive, and and I like the management. You know, I've been playing video games like that my whole life. Uh, you know, in a management mindset. So when I was GM, you know, that, that like gets it for me. Like I like having my, you know, fingers kind of in everything and, and trying to build a team. Um, that wasn't really the intent here for me with uh, PVE, at least at this time. Um, but it's to me, I, the GM before me at the last team uh, uh, or in my other league, uh, if you talk around, uh, they'll have <laughs> mixed opinions. So, uh, but uh, one of the central themes was he was focused on making himself a really good player, and and I think you can't necessarily have that focus. Obviously, I'd love if my defensive back got like, you know, t- twelve interceptions or whatever in a season, right? But like, really, all that matters to me is winning. Even even though like it as in Kansas City here as a Hepcat, like. I'm here to develop my player to get to the majors because I do not want to be playing for the Hepcats for life, but I will always be a Hepcat for life, um, if if that makes any sense. But mm-hmm. that's that's the goal there. But I still want to win. Like I want to win the World Series. And like this last week, we had we had kind of a bad sim day on what was it Tuesday or so. Yeah, we start out after the uh, All Star break, kind of terrible. Yeah, we had pretty <laughs> one bad sim. Oh. Yeah, here's here's a river in the world's smallest violin. Forty twenty. <laughs> well, anyway, so we had a bad sim day, but I think the last one was pretty good, and so like I'm really excited about this season because um, I feel like we're we're still playing above expectations, but it, it helps to have the best pitching staff in the league as well. So uh, the minors, that is, but yeah, it's a it's an interesting mindset, like and and like you said, it all depends on what trips you trigger and what what. Um, what your definition of fun is like for me winning is fun um i i don't i don't like to lose um and i don't think losing is fun i guess maybe i'm weird but uh, no 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 i no so... I, I don't see how losing is fun for a lot of people and, and you know like obviously you can't win all the time that's no, just you know no, not, but... not logical but especially but, yeah. like like season 24 when we lost the world series to california we had basically no right beating them but it was still insanely hard to lose to shoe. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, I mean I I was yeah, it, it was it was a difficult loss even though again we 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 had no what well, one we had no business even being in the World Series. Like that, that that wasn't even the intent. It was it was us building up towards something and and we got there way faster than than anyone anticipated. And you know like so so like the season 25, you know, Hepcat that just absolutely like destroyed everyone that was what i was kind of building towards and i didn't expect that it of course even reached the world series in 24 so so but it's still like it was hard like it was such a i think i i said this on the p on on the ootp pod it was was it's like hours hours like it was it was hours apart like you know we lost and then like an hour later you know like you know new york won so it was like this crazy roller coaster thing going on in my head i was like oh this is insane like like you know like i just went from like feeling really like like sad and like like top of the world all of a sudden <laughs> just, but um 
Yeah, I, I and think... then the next season you became one of the only double double champions in, uh, in the PBS history. Uh, yeah, number three, the third time has been done. So uh, you know it was done by Slim and Shu prior. And, and by the way, Dustin, in case you don't know, uh, we uh, double champion is minors and majors champion in the same season. So it either has to be majors GM minors player, minors GM majors player. Gotcha. I'd say it'll be minors GM and majors player because it, it the, your time in the minors the player is so slim that that like uh like that's for that to window. happen that's yeah. a very tight window yeah. uh for, for that to happen um, um but, but so yeah. in 24 it had been done once and then in 24 Shu did it with uh San Bernardino in their final season in New York and then the next season Enoch did it with New York and Kansas City. So yeah, uh, yeah, it, it was it was pretty special. I, I I was uh I I didn't expect New York to to be able to repeat. You know, like uh it, it was a it definitely was a tough road for us to get there. Um and um and we well I don't know, necessarily think you and I expected us to repeat either. Well, oh yeah, well twenty six. I didn't I didn't think that we I, I didn't expect to repeat uh, twenty five. There 20... was a difference between twenty four and twenty five to me. You and I have talked about this. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty four. I tw- I think out of the two, twenty four. I actually wanted more because twenty four. Well, one twenty four was against San Bernardino. Two twenty four was more of like a Cinderella story mm-hmm. destiny's team 25 that was our world series for it, that was yeah. our world series from the first game or from before the like that was our it, world series it really was somebody else had yeah. to take it from us yeah I, I think um I mean uh between yeah I mean I I I never thought a team would be better than that season 18 team but you know that that 25 team came along where where it was just absolutely ridiculous um like we won third, third winning a season by wins and like second by percentage all time like we um, just destroyed everything our um run differentials that season was the largest ever um and um like yeah san bernardino the, the season before they score more runs than we did but their run differential was much lower. Like we have yeah, like arguably the best pitching staff of all time. Um, probably the second or third best offense of all time. Like, like 25, 24 was a darling thing. We weren't supposed to win it, but we could have 25. That was our championship. And it was, that was, that was written before the season started. And it was just, it like, I would have been more upset if we lost than happy if we won because yeah, like I, that, I totally that get that. Was ours the twenty four wasn't twenty four was just something that we were going to steal and run away, and that would have been we awesome. had such a big target on our back, you know, and I I felt that and I knew that and and the worst part is that when you have such a great regular season. And and you know anyone who plays OLTP knows it's just it just the playoffs just get so random, and and so then that, with that randomness get get us you know because like we had, um, we it's, uh, Dallas took it to seven, I didn't expect that, you know and and so like, so so then you know that then you still have that you know like Cinderella team of the Kingpins which you know I saw as 
at that time was us the previous season. Yep. Chicago yeah, and- was us uh, was us the season before. Chicago was going to run through in 26, but 25 was our time and we mm-hmm. won the series against them in like six games or whatever it was. And I told Moosey when I did the post-game interviews after, I said, you will be in my place next year. I'm not going to be back here. This well, is going to be you. Because you well, just did the exact happened. same thing that I did. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, 26 happened, happened and we just decided to take them out back and execute them because we swept them. Because, because well, I I did say I did say like like I I did admit like like by like um like obviously I, I wanted to win back to back you know I I didn't think that we had a chance but then like when by the time uh, the World Series came about we kind of both knew that you know we were like you already stepped down and and um I already knew that I was stepping away so that's that could have that's my last chance to actually win. A World Series, possibly, because I already knew the team was going to get gutted. So, so it was like, okay, yeah, I remember telling you, I was like, uh, you know, like, 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 I would have liked, you know, like, I would have liked, you know, like, been okay with Chicago one, you know, like, it's good for them. But then, like, but then I realize, like, realizing that it might be my last shot, I'm like, no, no, I can't lose to them. <laughs> this is round three. I have to beat them. And and see, this yeah, is like- why Pirate Captain Dom and I are no longer friends because I got drafted by the Hepcats. I was like, oh, who'd you get drafted by? I'm like, oh, the Hepcats. He's like, oh, now I hate you. Um, (laughs) Because he has PTSD from being beaten to death. (laughs) Um, Well, and he said the other night, he said, you know, when we were streaming together, he said, you know, what's really weird is because the Cancun Toros future dynasty is built on kingpins and Hepcats, period. And like it, that's barely even a joke. Um, their entire farm is either kingpins or hepcats because we've been the two best organizations for a while now, uh, and like for a few seasons now. And Dom said, "You know, it's really funny hating the hepcats more than anything else in the league, and then playing with four of the people who beat your ass for three years." <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, like, like again, like, imagine like, this, like, Dustin. You're a GM. Imagine this. You're Moosey, right? You're as Leo Robert, your player, you lose to me in game six. The starters were Moosey, Leo Robert, myself, Michael Dion, and I beat him in game six to win 22. Then three seasons later, as general managers, this as co's this time, I beat him. And then in 26, I beat him again. <laughs> So imagine what that's like to look at, to have somebody, have one person who you face in a World Series as a player slash GM three times and you've fallen short every time. Yeah, that it's rough. And I, I, I think they, 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 they have a great organization. So I have no doubt that they'll get through the hump very, very soon. I, yeah. I'm just, By the way, but, but, but since we're up top right now, I, I hope that's not this season. <laughs> It, it kind of looks like it might be Hepcat's Kingpins Four. I I I, <laughs> I don't know if the league can take that. Is the Goomba going to retire? If because here's the thing: of the two, Moosey grabs a brown paper bag. The Goomba starts throwing objects. I have been told that the Goomba is an intense person. Like so, like um, I, I one of their pitchers. Too, yes. 
<laughs> the last the last couple of seasons, Kenneth Minara, a guy I wanted so bad here in Kansas City. Um, we in 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 twenty five and twenty six, we had both said like midway through the season, we'll see like like we will see you in October to each other. Like, you know, Chicago, Kansas City both were you know, he was a player, I was a GM, didn't matter. It's just like I'll see you in October. I have our I have a reservation. I hope you're I, I hope you're I hope you'll be there because I'll be there. You know, and um and then Minara when uh, Minara's player Rafael de Alcott won the ERA crown and he's like and we we talk trash. We're I mean we're we're good Sim League friends, but like he would talk trash. And then I would talk trash. And then when we were in the World Series after game one, we just destroyed him. I mean, we literally took the guy with the best ERA in the minors and just beat the hell out of him. It's like six earned in two innings, something ridiculous. Just his worst start of the year by far. And I said, you might be built different, but so are we. And he was so pissed off. He was so pissed that I messaged him. And then in game four, they were down three. And then we just kicked the crap out of him again. And we swept them. I'll tell you this. I did not expect a sweep. If you're going to ask me. No, I didn't expect one either. I I thought they might be this. No, no, we just destroyed them. They didn't have a. They had a prayer in game three, but that was it. Like game four was a mercy killing. Um, Yeah, it just. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if I was on the other side. Would it just be better? Like, I guess just get it over with. I I don't know. Like, if I was on yeah. the other side, I don't know what. <laughs> but but I I was shocked. Like, like and I, one I, of the players quit the league oh, because oh, they were no, so he, no, he didn't getting destroyed. No, he, no, he kind of rage quit. So, but, oh, but he came boy. back. You know, he he rage quit and he came yeah. back, which was kind of like uh, he rage quit for a while because he was so traumatized from getting beaten to death. Uh, I was I I I, was, I I didn't know what to say to that I was like okay you know, like I mean it's like it's the first wait what's that's the second oh that's well he was part of twenty five too because he came because he recreated in twenty five right. yeah so but I mean like but again like you know just just you know I I know we joke and I I know how hard it is you know like like I can't imagine you know like the frustration that that they can they they must go through. You know, like, and like, I knew from you know, Dom so. telling me. You mentioned Dom earlier, Justin. Yeah. So in the second week of last season, in twenty six, they were already testing for us in the playoffs. That's what I heard. I was yes. like, I was like, I was like, guy, that, that that's impossible. But then that that somebody else told me that too. Like apparently, yeah. like, like the they, they were us. testing for Kansas City, and we weren't even at the All Star break yet. Because Chicago was so convinced that it was us two again, just like the so, year before. So does that mean they're testing us right now? <laughs> oh, I mean, they probably are, if we're <laughs> honest. The Goompa is probably trying to beat us again. He's probably testing there's, against us There's a good us chance right he never stopped. <laughs> well, so because... <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, we could... Uh wrap this up at any time and I was yeah. I was gonna bring that into uh <clears throat> this season. So uh I don't know a lot of history of the league, but it seems like uh Hepcat wise, <clears throat> we're on a bit of a pendulum right now where like you talk about how great season twenty five was and 
and mm-hmm. and and six, uh, obviously the World Series win, and now uh, Enoch in this most recent draft class had to really reload on batters. I big one of them, but so far like there's there's like three or four of us in this draft class that seem to be fairly active, which is uh, I would say is a, probably a pretty good draft. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd you, say so. You know, obviously we have a lot of development, but. Uh, we're active and we'll get there. However, it feels like we're on this pendulum. So, like, right now we're, like, really heavy pitching and a weaker offense. And then next year it's likely that we'll lose a lot of pitchers and, like, the pendulum is going to swing the other way in my interpretation. I mean, mm-hmm. unless there's some super secret. Yeah, no, no, uh, no. So the, the way that it was yeah. for a while is we were on our even year BS. So 16 <laughs> made it, what is it, made it, lost it, 18 won it, 20 or 20 didn't make it, right? But we were the best regular yeah, season best team. team just didn't make it. 22 made it, won it. 24 made it, lost it. And then, because... 25, uh, uh, 25 was that, that odd... The, the, the one yeah, 25 odd was the odd year, which was... It's the like the first time we had a good odd season, which is like right. very like foreign to me. Yeah, we didn't have good years and odd years, only in even years. Um, because the way I had done it, and, and Enoch gave me a lot, and I give him a lot of credit for this. As a co-GM, not very often do you get as much creative license with the day-to-day player operations as I did. What I did was, because the way the minors work, you guys have, you have guys for two or three seasons, and they go away. Yep. So you can either idle along or just build yourself into the hills and valleys. And... The one of the things that I did, like we had a we had what season 24, we had a bunch of picks and we loaded ourselves for 25. Like we targeted 25. I said, okay, 25 will win the World Series. You know, load will load now, 25 we can win the World Series. So we committed to war. So everything like trade downs, okay, it's for this, we're trading for this. And then like um, I don't know what we have left for twenty eight because I know I know there was a lot of rearranging into this draft, but the next thing was like okay, target tw- uh like we're at twenty five, so let's target twenty eight. Like like the target year would change where it's like okay, we're gonna pile into this draft it, like because there there is a value deficiency in the PBE. Where there, like, there is a there is a um, immediacy bias to it, where you can get an extra round or an extra pick or two out of uh, like a couple of seasons down the road, and then all of a sudden you're the one with all the cards a couple of seasons down the road. So you can do incredibly well in this league as a GM as far as acquiring assets with any kind of patience whatsoever. Um, and with some good timing, like if you go look at the forums after this podcast, you will see that in a three-way deal, Death Valley has required Ma- Maui's first in season 30. Season 30 is when a lot of the big guys are going to, a lot of the big 13, four, like the huge PBE classes are going to be recreating. So, and, and he got a, the Boise first two. So like Person Man has, it's very clear, Person Man has his target. He it, majors targeting is different because like you know minors you got guys for two seasons majors you guys you can have guys for like seven to ten seasons before they're deep into regression but it is very clear to see the draft that person man has his target on person man is targeting thirty 
And he had a bunch of assets for 28 because of how his rebuild happened to go. So now with the excess assets that he doesn't need to use now in 28, he's targeting 30, which ensures that Death Valley, who's already going to be a good team in a few seasons because they have a bunch of season 22s, um, 23s and 24s because of good drafting and good free agency, it ensures that that next wave of Death Valley after their peak now is also going to be very strong because he's loading up on season 30. So it's to this it's be because of that is why I really like the hills and valley strategy where you identify a year and then you target that and you make it a year a couple of seasons in the future because other general managers will worry about right now or their own window whatever but if you go find the window that is either a farther down the road than anybody else has thought about yet or b a window that other people haven't thought about yet then that's where you can capitalize. So that's how I always thought about it. So we, I'm pretty sure it's 24 we loaded. So we loaded for 24 and we loaded for 28. Then we reassigned some 28 assets back into 27. And that's how, and then Enoch and Twitch is how we got this great class in 27. And I think you guys still have an extra pick or two for 28. Uh, yeah, we have. Do in, you? I think, I we, think we, have we have two? one extra, but we we used a third, so we're actually missing a third. So I think we actually balance it back out. Okay. Um, I, I know that it'll be nice. Uh, it's you know, it's really on Twitchy now, but you know, where so so um, I, I, so what he wants to do, and I know that he has some you know, you know, like you know, you know the hamsters, you know, spinning the wheel up there to try yeah. to figure out some stuff, but. Um, yeah, I mean, we have talked about what we need and what are the target, but yeah, so, so you kind of have to go, there, there are waves that come like, like, you know, like, yeah, there's no secret that, you know, like, like a good amount of rotation is going to be gone. You know, that's just, that's just what happens, you know, it's, and, and they're, it's oh, like I know what I was getting secret. at there. So. The reason Dustin, that we are where we are now tones Mavericks Maltz is a special situation. The guy wanted to stay here until he was ready to go up and then his league interest kind of waned, but he wanted to stay here with us. Lincoln Bird Whistle is on an organization that does not call pitchers up before year three, and I don't think any pitcher should be called up until after year three because of how heavy in the league TPE is. Um, Bird Whistle, or um, not Bird Whistle, Davies is in that Davies. organization. Bird Whistle hasn't been called up by Nashville yet, and... Um, I think Bird Whistle, uh, when asked, want, wanted to stay or, one more season. He asked down. So, so for one yeah. more year, that's but right. but yeah, I mean, like, like, but but they're on the same trajectory where where they all you know, like, like right, all, and then Solus's second so. year, and then yeah. Solus's second year. So, like, the reason you see that great rotation is because three of those guys or two of those guys are third, one of those guys is fourth, one of those guys is second, and we have never had that much that much experience in the rotation before ever. Uh, well, not since you've been here, the the. The uh, not season, yeah, not when I the season here. eighteen team was 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 one was that had a uh, four like four capped. We had by the time the playoff came, we had four capped starters, and uh, so uh, it, it it makes a difference. It, it definitely does. Yeah, and, but like when I was you know. here, when I was here, we routinely like clockwork lost two starters each season. You 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 generally do lose the them quickly, you know. Like I, you obviously can't control like you know where they all go and and you know uh, you know. And and what team needs are, and I totally totally get that because you know like like you know I I'll you know you know with the cap situation for some teams you know you just you need an arm you know you just need a body 
why would I pay for another body when there's one readily available? So, and, but, and um, next season, Dustin, you're going to have to carry the arms. Absolutely. So let's hope that your sim luck, because you shouldn't be as good offensively as you are with all the new guys that you have. So let's hope your sim luck doesn't run out for next season. Because, <laughs> I mean, really, if the pitching can stay, t- if Sola stays down and Twitchy can find his way into a rotation somehow, if Casey can find their way into a pitching staff, they can have another deep playoff run in 28. I, I I think there there's a logic on how that can be done, um, and um, but uh, like like I said, like like you the 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 fun part about being minors is that you have to plan for the future when you can't really, you know, like how do you right. plan for the future when you can't? And and I think what what Mike was saying about having to rebuild every other season, well, that that's the challenge of it. Like, how do you win with completely different people? You know, and, and how That's do you the get thing the thing that is so incredible about Enoch's legacy here in the minors? Oh, just since I've been here, forget 18, you know, just don't even, not even that. Just think about the stretch between season 22 and this season 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. And we're in 27 right now. World Series win, worst record in the league. World Series appearance, World Series win, World Series win. Four out of the last five seasons, the Miners World Series has featured the Hepcats. Three of the last five, 22, 25, 26, the Hepcats have won. And the 22 core was entirely different than the 24 and 25 core. The 26 core was part different than the 25 core. And the 27 core is the staff from 25. It was the staff that was new in 25 and 26. Um, and one in a guy in a bullpen that is new in 26. But the pitching staff is totally different. And next season, if you guys have a deep playoff run, then that core will be totally different than the toward than the 24, 25 back to back cats. So like, and then 18 was obviously different because that's like there there have been four different cores in Kansas City that have won a World Series all within like eight seasons. And that is because of how high the turnover rate here is is here in the minors. And I don't know if they will elect GM minors GMs in. They will probably do Beaver first just because he's been around long enough. But there should seriously be consideration for Enoch is a first ballot Hall of Fame GM. Because I think there is not enough realization as to how difficult it is to switch your cores every two seasons well, and, and win four World Series from 18 and three World Series from 22 to 26. Or and, uh, to yeah, 27. And, He's got one more year. He might win a fourth. And, and, you know, from my logic, it seems like it's a double-edged sword, too, in the minors. Like, the better you drive and motivate your players to improve themselves, the quicker they'll be called up. Mm -hmm. So, like, then the less years you have them in your organization, generally. I mean, I'll I'll be very honest. I said this before. I never cared about that. I know, but but it adds to that wrinkle. I know you don't care about that, but, like, but that's the reality. Like, if, if, like, okay, so I get drafted – in the majors next season, wherever I go, right? And and then let's say I hit 350 TPE 
at the end of year two. You know, there's no reason why the majors team probably doesn't call me up unless they're doing something weird cap-wise. I don't, I don't know all the rules there, but you know what I mean? Like, You'll stick around for three seasons because you're completely – you're a more of a detriment than not to the majors at 350. So a batter will probably stay for three seasons. Sure. So, um, But go ahead. I guess that's that's how I see it is like – um the the better the player is like if they were just going to be like a dud or whatever and like earn a mediocre amount or an average amount like maybe they do some task and and then that's it uh like like they're not going to be a major league asset and they're going to stick with the minors but like because you've gotten so many players into the majors that are highly regarded or highly successful it's like well they're not a hepcat for very long because of that so that's that's how I see it. Is like the better you are as a miners GM, the harder it makes it. It's like this yep. never yeah. ending cycle. Like and 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 those San Bernardino teams that won all them games, their cores are the same because San Bernardino traded on and had the left hander, and they would switch people to left hander, and they had the the guys who would earn fifty TPE a season and then be be there for five years. That's how San Bernardino did it. And Shu, you can tell me you didn't all you want, but I was a GM for four for a plenty long enough when you were doing this, and everyone else knows exactly what you did. So like that's that's how San Bernardino did it. That's how they ran their organization. From the outside anyway, because it was if if they weren't trying to do it that way, it sure as hell looked like they were, because they were pretty good at it. And that's why they're called the Lepshu Factory uh, when Eldorian won that charity auction because that's what they did. They built left-handers, they built lefty junk ballers, and that's how they won. And the reason that they were a counter to us for so long is because we mostly had righties, but we just let guys do whatever. We don't generally – we don't tell people you're going to be a pitcher. We don't tell people you're going to switch to left-handed because this is how we do it. This is the meta. If you want to do something, we'll tell you how to do it because that's how – because not only is this the best organization in the minors, we're the best organization because we do this the right way. I – I mean, my 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 philosophy is simple. I don't I don't think there are any any secrets to how this all works. Um, everybody comes in here and there's an idea. A lot of times, they have an idea of what they want to be, and and I am a strong believer that I will help you get to wherever that is. And I am a strong believer that I can figure out a way to utilize you and optimize you based on what you want. And figure out a way to win with, with um, whatever it is. You know, I obviously, you know, there there's some stuff that are better than others. You know, you know, there there's certain my my own concept of how a team should be structured. You know, I, um, you know, like not every team is ideal. You know, sometimes you fall into that, but um, but again, you know, like there's a development league, and I always felt that hey, I'm here to help you to be what you want to be. You know, you know, like, yeah, there, there's, you know, and it still rings true in the majors, you know, and we want the whole goal is to optimize what you want to be and find a place for you. And that that's, and that's why I want to pass on to Twitchy and whoever that comes after is that, you know, you focus on the players, 
focus on the players. Everything else will line up after that. Don't get me yeah. wrong. San Bernardino earned all those wins. Shu earned all those wins. And Shu, if you listen to this and you get pissed because I called you out again because I've I've done this plenty of times, buddy. <laughs> you know, Shu is a good GM, but I don't think he is meant for a minors GM. I think he's a better majors GM. I don't think he had, if he wants to be a minors GM, I think he should have stayed, but he should have kind of changed how he did it. But he is a great majors GM. And if you look at the great majors GMs, that's how they do it. That's a way to win games. It's not a way to build players. You look at the fact that they've had half the first-round picks that we have, and all of theirs are recreates. He can try and claim Bongo Lulongo all he wants, but I will still give more credit to myself and give and give credit to Enoch for Sam and 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 Tron and uh, God. Um, well, Mark was a second. Shouldn't have been uh, Twitchy, Tonesy. I will still give more credit to us for all those guys than I will to him for rabbit and all the other guys that were pre-built and he put as first round picks not that he has no new create success but that first gen create success is mostly in kansas city and in chicago but regardless um yeah you know it's about the players here And, and winning is fun and it's fantastic and you know we do a lot of it and we love it but in the end it is about the player and that's why I mean, the two World Series I have is an easily more memorable thing off the head because of the competition. But at the end of the day, one of the things I'm most proud of, and this is more due to Enoch than me, I'll be honest. You know, I've heard the the people that question my GM credentials. This is another part of the reason I want to be a general manager somewhere is because the people who question my GM credentials always say, you had Enoch, you didn't need to do anything. Which, so, which is, you know, like, which is not true. Um, I, I, like, I gave Mike, and I purposely gave Mike uh, a lot of, uh, I guess, what you call creative control or whatever um, uh, for that reason. You know, yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want a code to just be there, you know? Like, I don't need that, you know? Like, I wouldn't just, you know, like... Um, and, and I told Mike this, like that, this Tepcast dynasty doesn't happen without him. There, there is no way that this happens without him. So, you know, like, like, like it, it's, I, I, you know, like I know his strength, I know his weaknesses, you know, I'm not saying he's a perfect GM in the world, but you know, like on his strength, you know, he could, he could build with teams and 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 get you the asset that you need and that's what and and that's was his role here as the co-gm was to get me the asset that i i need to to fill the team and that that's not an easy thing to do you know so yeah and and that yeah so 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 yeah it's a like like a lot of it, it's it's just you know how how much you want to do and 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 again focus on 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 the players, and then everything will follow. That's that's all it is. There's no magical secret to this. You know, it just you know like yeah. <laughs> um, like I but it's, I brought in I brought in the wall materials. I did like ninety percent of the trades, and then Enoch was the guy who built them all. He was the guy who did the builds and, and had the builds and kept track. Right. 
he was the guy that molded everything. I was the guy. I was the guy that brought bought him the block of styrofoam, and he's the one that made it into a catcher. Uh, who who made it into a great catcher or made it into an MVP? You know, and that's how we worked, and it worked incredibly well. But that's that that's still a thing of me. Is like that's that's my competitive side that wants me to go be a majors GM is because it's like. There's always this asterisk next to my name on those titles externally that, well, he had Enoch, so he didn't really prove anything. Like, as a GM, I don't think as a major, and as a minor GM, I have anything left to prove. It's one of the reasons I left. I've got, I've got two titles. I ran the scout. I ran the scouting for three of those seasons. I have nothing left to prove. As a GM, just in general, I have plenty to prove because I had a guy who would do pretty much everything that I either couldn't or didn't, you know, whatever next to me in the head spot. So now there's that pressure of, well, yeah, I mean, you had arguably one of the greatest GMs of all time. Of course you had success. So now there's that fire in me that wants to prove to everybody else that not that Enoch didn't matter because I will always cherish that partnership. But that wasn't the only reason these teams won. That I'm a good GM too. You know, it's not just him. I had some, I don't, I will say that I didn't have as big a hand as he did, but as Enoch did, but I was still a good portion. <laughs> I wasn't passoverable, you know. The, the recognition could, should at least take a stop at my autograph table. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it won't, I won't get the shrine that he will um, when they name the stadium after him or, or whatever, when he leaves. Um, but you know, they, at least you should at least pass by the table and say, hello, on your way to the shrine. <laughs> Is it going to be one of those things where it's like, uh, it's like Enoch Stadium, but uh, Leatherneck Mike Field or something like that. Yeah, the, yeah, it's Enoch Stadium, and then you have the Leatherneck Mike Concourse. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> Concourse. Yeah, the snack. We 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 we, we, yes. we did have a section of uh, that that blue name called the Litter Box. I'm not exactly 100 percent sure where that is, but <laughs> it's called the Litter Box in in, in the stadium. <laughs> so, in conclusion, uh, Enoch's the goat. Hepcats are awesome. Much. Uh, yes, that's about it. That's we're, all we're, we're edging on two hours, so so I think I think <laughs> see 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 this is what we get for for not having an agenda. I'm showing two of two on my. Oh, timer. Okay, wow. Okay, yeah. All right. So uh, well, this I think is what should... you get for having me here. This is, that, that's, that's your true. problem. No, no, no. That's good. I, like like you know, we fill up a lot of airtime, so so it's good. So you know. And, and um, by the way, by the way, don't be checking the TRTs. I talk whoever grades this. I yeah, I talk a lot. You know that, but you better give Dustin the damn money. <laughs> yeah, that's my concern at this point cuz uh out of uh 100 and almost uh 23 minutes now, uh I I've, I've talked like 18. So <laughs> but, hey, you know what? Give him a damn money. Just count me, half just the voice the coming from me as him. Just give him a damn money. <laughs> okay. Well, um I got to get going. So, um Oh, you have stuff yeah, to do? Uh, oh, yeah. Amazingly. <laughs> <Oops>. Um <laughs> but um yeah, so uh well thank you uh everyone for uh listening to us 
rant, <laughs> I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, we hope to uh, get another one done next week, and uh, we'll see who's going to join us next week. And uh, uh, anyways, uh, we hope everybody have a great finish to week three, and then uh, on to the playoff race in week four. So, all right. Uh, thank you, Mike, and uh, thank you, Dustin. Bye, everybody. And, uh, bye-bye. Have yep. a great week. Great to be here.